Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome back to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. My name is Chris Vines. I am not with Dan Carson, our uh, host of the show today, but I am in studio, and by studio, I mean my youth room at our church. Uh, I have with me several of our students, some of, uh, of whom are in our student ministry, all of whom are in our student ministry, actually. And so uh, in just a minute, I'm going to introduce those guys to you. But today, specifically on the podcast, we want to talk about how to finish this year ready for the next one. It always happens that whenever November 1st hits, um, we just know that January 1 is right around the corner. Uh, Thanksgiving comes up on us really quickly. We eat a lot of food. We take a lot of naps after we eat all that turkey. And then it's Christmas time and we open presents. And, and before you know it, it is January 1. And uh, we maybe haven't even given a thought to what this next year is going to look like. And so this is coming from a spot in me that is kind of a, the planner part of me. I like to plan. I like to be um, scheduled. I like, uh, I like my schedule and I like my planner and all that kind of thing. And so hopefully this will be a practical podcast for all of you out there listening. All right. But I want to introduce you to my friends. And so uh, just quickly around the table that we are on, and by the way, it's, it's probably going to be a little loud in here because we're in a, a big room and We've got some breakfast in front of us. We're actually recording this on a Sunday morning before Sunday worship during our Sunday school hour. This is just kind of how we're going to spend our time this particular day. And so we have uh, biscuits and uh, drinks in front of us, and there's probably going to be a little bit of extra noise, but that's just part of who we are today. All right, so around the table real quick, I've got to my left, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson, say hi. Hi, everybody. And then we've got his brother, Sam. Hi. And then someone who's completely unrelated to them, uh, Logan Lauterback. Hi. Hi, Logan. And then we have another guy. His name is... That was when you were supposed to say your name, but I'll say it for you. Jimmy. Hello. (laughs) Jimmy's going to be the awkward one today, it seems like. Always. Always. All right. And then we have uh, Jonna. Jonna, say hi to everybody. Hi. All right. There's Jonna. And then we have... Sophie Johnson. Hi. All right, there's Sophie. So, guys, real quick, as we just kind of start this conversation, here's here's just the question I want to ask all of you, all right? And I think this is going to spur some debate among us, and it certainly is one that's going to probably prompt some, some debate among our listeners. But are you a person who enjoys Christmas things before Thanksgiving? I like to refer to those people as pre-Turks, right? So are you somebody who puts the Christmas tree up, listens to Christmas music? Uh, let's go around the table. What do, what do you guys think? How many of you guys are pre-Turks? Not me. Not me. Not me. No. Okay, we've got a lot of not me's, right? Sophie's a not me. Jonna, are you, are you a, a pre-Turk? Do you listen and do Christmas things before Thanksgiving? No. No, she says. Logan, what about you? I am. Uh, my family usually starts around July. 
Oh, wow. You start Christmas in July. Yeah. So you've had your Christmas tree up since the summer? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you ever take it down? Maybe not. <laughs> Are you one of those that, like, moves your Christmas tree out to the, like, porch, you know, and, like, that way, or is that you? Can be, <laughs> can be. All right, all right. So, how many of you guys? Uh, how many of you guys? Um, like, when you walk into Walmart right now and you see all the Christmas stuff up, get frustrated. Yes. <laughs> Sophie's a quick yes. All right. Um, yes, Jack. I'm not frustrated when I see the Christmas stuff up, but I am when the music is playing. Mm. Because having the merchandise Christmas stuff up is fine, because that's when people start buying things but it's too early for music okay all right so yeah. what kind of music are you listening to right now during during the thanksgiving holiday uh during november i like you know 40s frank sinatra little river band okay okay yeah just kind of the old stuff the old stuff good yeah. beach boys no though for the summer that's for the summer yeah, yeah you're right you're right so surfing usa is not something you want to sing during Thanksgiving holiday months probably. Yeah. So, all right. By the way, guys, all you listeners out there, I just have to admit something that these guys around the table are a lot smarter than me and um, a lot more cultured than I am. So when it comes to music, as you just probably kind of uh, heard in Jack's answer, they know a lot more about this than I do. So we're going to move on from that conversation. So it sounds like (laughs) I'm still the smartest person in the room, Um, but not really. But uh, guys, I got to admit to you, um, I'm a little disappointed because I am a pre-Turk. I like Christmas before Thanksgiving. In fact, I'm I'm getting ready to put up our Christmas tree very soon. Wow. Um, some some of my friends already have, right? Um, I mean, they have gone. I know one guy in particular uh, who is a youth pastor up in Lone Oak, Arkansas. He he put his Christmas tree up on October 31st on Halloween, and actually had a Christmas movie night. It looked like I think he watched uh, Home Alone. Um, so like, I'm pretty sure in Leviticus there's something against that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want to you want to tell us where? Um, somewhere. In somewhere in, in Leviticus. I know it's there. Okay. I've Jack it. says he knows it's there. All right. It's probably right in between, like you know, uh, don't leave any markings for the dead, and don't you know eat a young goat boiling in its mama's milk. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think right, it's right next. Time, right yeah. in between those. Yeah. Two. yeah. Okay. So guys, if if you're listening out there, and you want to know where there's something in the Bible against doing Christmas before Thanksgiving, um, these guys say go to Leviticus. All right. Okay, so enough of that. All right. Uh, Even though I could talk about Christmas all day long, here's the subject matter, guys. How to finish this year ready for the next one. All right, so first off, just quick around the table, do you guys feel as if once November hits, it is a quick downhill slide to, to January, or did I just make that up? How do you feel about that? I think you may have made that up a little. Okay, thanks, Sam. Don't say anything else, please. All right, anybody else around the table want to agree with me? Uh, I don't really agree that much <laughs> this time of the year. It goes by. <laughs> it goes fast, but it really goes slow for me because it just doesn't go fast for me. Okay. All right. Well, um, there you have it, folks. I have nobody on this table or in this uh, panel discussion with me that agrees that things go fast. So maybe this is a fruitless conversation. I don't know. But I think it'll be I think it'll be first or worth our time. Here's the thing, though. Would you agree that it's important that we start thinking about maybe how we want to go about next year? Absolutely. All right. Do any of you guys have goals that you set for yourself throughout the year? Absolutely. Yeah. 
You want to share just a couple or one? Uh, you know, to be at the CrossFit box at least three times a week. Okay. Uh, read, read the Word at least four days every week. Okay. Why not seven? Why not seven? Well, I try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you. That's a good goal. Yeah. <clears throat> Good, good. Anybody else around the table have goals that you set for yourself in 2021? Yes. Yes, Sophie. How I many? I set different goals. I set physical goals, spiritual goals, financial goals, and um, a reading goal. Snap, crackle, and pop. That's awesome. So how, how yeah. would you like to share just one of your goals? Any of those areas would, would do? Um, I think I made a goal to run 100 miles this year. Wow. Awesome. So have, awesome. You, have you come close to that yet? I'm getting there. <laughs> so the next two months, you've got a few more miles to run, it right. sounds like. Right. I feel like reading goals would probably be your thing, though, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to be keeping track of the books, but I just can't. What, what do you think? And, and, you know, this is not a, not a brag session or anything. It's just who you are. How many books do you think you've read this year so far? Uh, I don't know, like 80 maybe. Yeah, yeah. For, maybe three. Yeah, <laughs> maybe three. So, Jack, how many books have you read this year, guesstimating? Uh, books that were written in the 20th century? Sure. Okay. I'll go with any books who were, that were written, period. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably not even 10. Okay, all right. So it's, it's all good. Sam, um, have have you read any words this year? Just a few. Just a few. Just a few words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. I don't have time for that. For reading? Yeah. I got <laughs> other things. Okay. I don't think that's true. I think I've, you like to read more than you're. I love on. reading, but I'd rather be doing something. Okay. All right. So you get that. We're just regular Joes around here. Uh, so Sophie, she likes to read a lot. Jonna, do you like to read? How many, how many books do you think you've read in, in this year? Just guessing. Probably about 10. Okay, good, good. Hey, there's a lot of people that have not even cracked open a book this year, right? Um, and so that's Jimmy. He's raising his hand right now. I know that's not true. These guys, they, they, they range in what they like to read and how much they read. But the point is they set a goal. They set a goal maybe at the beginning of the year, and um, they're still at this point working toward those goals. So here's the thing. We're reaching the end of this year. Goals you know, for this year are beginning to maybe creep on to us, and we say, oh, man, I didn't get that done the way I wanted to maybe maybe you had a goal of, re of running 100 miles and by December 31st you have only run 85 miles you know and so that's not a, a failure but you recognize like oh man I did not meet my goal but I ran 85 more miles than what I would have otherwise and so we kind of are finding ourselves at that point in the year where we just kind of reassess where we are but also think about how we want to adjust for the future and, uh, and one, one just piece of advice that I'd like to give to everybody around this table and also those listening is when you're in that reassessment mode, one of the first things that you need to do is clear your mind. Clear your mind. And what I mean by that is between now and the end of the year, I think it's good to maybe find one day, whatever day of the week works best for you, but just kind of think about how many days are left and find one day where you can just dedicate to unplugging from 
the reality, you know, unplugging from the, the normal flow of life. So it may mean if you have a cell phone, you, you put that phone down for the whole day, you know, and you, you get away and you focus on thinking backwards of how this year has gone, but also thinking forward of how you would like to see um, things go in, in the upcoming year. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? Do you think there's some value in uh, clearing your mind that way and, and unplugging? Jimmy, what about you, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy's really good at clearing his mind, even during a podcast like this. Especially during a podcast. <laughs> Especially like during this. a podcast. So, Logan, do you have anything to add to, uh, to this? Right. <laughs> Very good. You guys are great radio hosts, good podcast hosts. Good with words. All right. Sam, is it a, do you think it's a good idea to, to clear your mind and, and maybe think through what's gone on this year and what's coming up? Yes, I do. Okay. How, yes, how, how would you go about doing that, Sam? What would that look like for you? Well, I would just not do anything with electronics okay all right so name an electronic what's something in your life that you would maybe put down for a day so that you could clear your mind nintendo switch ah nintendo switch anybody else in here has have a nintendo switch me well you're his sister so yeah you have your own no oh yeah share one for sure okay all right so sam what what do you have Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just said that. I thought you had something else that you wanted to, to share. All right. So anyway, unplug. Find a day to unplug. So anywhere, this is very practical. It's just finding a spot, finding a day where you can, can unplug. And so before we move on to the second piece of advice, let me ask you guys this. If you were to spend a day like this, if you were going to unplug to think backwards, but also to plan forwards, where would you go? What would that look like for you? Because only one of you around this table have a driver's license. That's Jimmy. He can drive anywhere he wants um, on his own. And so you guys are kind of homebound, dependent upon others to take you somewhere. So what does that look like for you? What would it look like for you to unplug just where you are right now? Where would you go? All right, let's think about this. Yeah, that's what we want to do. <laughs> All right. So I would probably either stay at my house or go down to Hebrews. I think it's the same thing. Hebrews. Yeah. Tell our listeners what Hebrews is. Hebrews is the local coffee shop here in Hope. It's actually a book in the Bible, but go on. It is a book in the Bible, too. <laughs> uh, that's a, it's not always busy there, so you could just go down there and Plus have some coffee. Like, all right. You know. So you're going to walk from your house to Hebrews. I could, yes. You could, yes. okay. Or ride your bike or have somebody drop you off, you know, so plan this. Would you, you would obviously ask mom and dad for permission to maybe go spend some time at Hebrews for this purpose, right? I would. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Awesome. Plus awesome. there's uh, like a upstairs lounge area that you oh, can just yeah. hang out in. Yeah, okay. my dad studies there sometimes. Oh, does he? I might have to go wreck his study party sometime. So, I, Truth be told, I go there to study sometimes. So I'm surprised we haven't bumped into each other. So, yeah. All right. So, you, got, you, you basically, you know, you're on it. You find a, a place where you can get alone, right? You can go and, and, uh, and clear your mind. Um, so, it's important, right? That's, I think that's just step one. Clear your mind on uh, so that you can think clearly about um, what's going on behind you, but how you can think about the days and months coming up. All right. And so, when you're in that space, when you're clearing your mind, I think it's also important, here's advice number two, 
tip number two, that you clean up your schedule. How many of you guys have busy schedules? I do. When you raise your hand, they can't see that because we're on a podcast. You have to say something. I think all I of do. us have yeah, busy schedules. <laughs> they all I have a busy schedule. <laughs> all right. Very good. All right. So everybody has a busy schedule. How many of you guys would say um, that your schedule over the course of a year seems to get uh, maybe more cluttered than it does at the beginning of the year? In other words, things come on your plate that maybe you didn't expect. You've said yes to things or um, something like that. Anybody have an example of saying yes to something that you didn't ever expect to come onto your plate at the beginning of the year? Uh, I guess working at the farm in October. Okay, yeah. So real quick, don't spend too much time there, but Jimmy and his family, they own a farm, and every October they uh, they have a big... Uh, public welcome to their farm on Saturdays. There's a pumpkin patch, there's a maze, I mean, it's just like a family fun day for for the fall. Fall fun days, is, I think, is what you call it, right, Jimmy? Or did Something I make that like up? That. All right, so, yeah, so Jack and Logan and Sam and Jimmy, they all helped work that over the October months, but yeah, so that's something, that's a good example. You didn't expect your October to go like that, and so your weekends in October tended to be a lot more cluttered than maybe what you originally anticipated. They did, yes. <laughs> All right, good. But it was good, though. Good. You ate a lot of candy corn? No. You love candy corn? I do not no, love candy corn. No, it's horrible. <laughs> no. I love candy corn. Now we got some conversation going. <laughs> Sam loves candy corn. Of Sam course he will. the black sheep of the family. Yes, he yeah. is. <laughs> All right, good. So, hey, here's the thing. It, it, gets, it, it gets to the point in a year where your schedule just can get busy. Now, you guys, uh, you go to school. All of you, in fact, are homeschooled. I just thought about that. All of you are homeschooled. So, you know, I think there's a, there's a myth that we need to bust right now, that homeschooled students are less busier than regular school how do I and say not that? Homeschooled. Not home. Not so. Excuse me. So sorry. Non homeschooled. That is true. Homes. Right. Yes. That's a myth. I mean, uh, it depends because us not being at regular school that could make us that could make us more busy. It frees up our schedule for other stuff mm. that we can do. So okay. We are more busier. Uh, we might more actually busy. be more busy. Yeah. So. Maybe more busier. Yes. Yes. Or just busier. Or just busier. I mean, it really changes from day to day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. no set schedule when it comes to homeschooling. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's true for some people. Maybe not true for all people. But here's the thing. You said something very good right there. Um, your schedule maybe opens up so that you can fill it with other things. That's something that we, I, I guarantee you, everybody listening to this can relate to. Because we call that margin. We call that whenever we clean off our schedule, we're creating margin. I'm not talking about stuff that we put on our bread. I'm talking about this extra space, right? Kind of like on a piece of paper where you have margins so that your, your words don't run off the end. You, you leave margin there. And so in our life, we, we want to create a certain level of margin, and that's part of cleaning up our schedule. But here's the thing that you just admitted, that we as human beings, no matter how old we are, are really good at filling our life with other things, with other stuff, right? And so let me ask you this. How, how can we keep from doing that? 
What's a way that you can protect the margin that you have in your life? By saying no. Oh, he dropped the N-O word. Yes. Which is big. It is. Is that easy to do? Uh, sometimes, no. but not usually. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you asked me to come with you to Texarkana, I could say no, sir. And, oh, okay. And what if I said I was taking you to Chick-fil-A? I would say yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Sunday and they're closed, so too bad. All yeah. right. But yeah, that's good. That's good. You have to say no to some things, right? Hey, have you ever thought about this? This is a question for you guys, right? Have you ever thought that for every yes, there has to come a no? Mm. I've never thought about that. Yeah? Well, think about that. I think I have. I'm thinking now. <laughs> You're thinking now. All right. Very good. You think you have thought of that, Sam. Very good. Sam is the honest one of the bunch. I'm just kidding. Everybody in here is honest. But, hey, here's the thing, guys. We clear our minds. We clean up our schedules. And here's, here's just a couple of practical things that I would say that help me in, in my scheduling, right? Having a good planner. Having a good planner. Now, I've already, I've already kind of admitted I'm a top A kind of guy. I like having a planner. My planner is actually quarterly, which means I have a, a new planner every three months. Every three months I get a new planner. And, and that's exciting to me. That, that makes me a little giddy, just to be honest. Like, I, I like looking at my planner. I like filling out a planner. I like thinking through the, the days and the months ahead. I like thinking through my tasks. And one thing I love about my planner is it has um, the big three that I need to do every day. So every day I have a certain task list that I'm trying to get through. But in that task list, there's also things that are more important than others. And, and this planner allows me to work through what those big three are so that I'm getting the most important things done. All right. But it also is something that I, uh, this planner helps me, helps me with my goal setting, things like that. So I think it's good to have a good planning system, right? But whatever you use, whether it be a quarterly planner or just pen and, and notebook paper, or maybe a planner that you pick up from Walmart, or maybe it's a, an app on your phone, or I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. We could talk about all those things, but we're not going to get into that. My piece of advice to you would be just pick something that you like, that, that, that works, and stick with it, right? Because there's nothing out there that's perfect, but find something that you like that is, is good for you and, and stick with it. Like Sydney, my wife, you guys all know Sydney, she's a planner as well. She's the color coding kind of person, right? Anybody in here like to color code things? No. Uh, Logan no. says he, he does. He's raising his hand again. It just, um, depends. it just depends. Logan, you color code your, your wardrobe, don't you? Like if I go to your closet right now, everything's color coded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I like to think so. Man, I'd like to think so. All right. Never mind. Okay. So, yeah, we, we clean up our schedules by having a good planner. And, and look, the other piece of advice I would give as you are clearing your mind and as you're cleaning up your schedules, and, and guys, this is for you uh, right here around this table. Think about this. Think through your weekly, your monthly, and your yearly, like, task. Things that are or responsibilities, rather. So, like, right now for you, you guys are all students and that means that you have weekly responsibilities. But then there's also some monthly responsibilities that you guys have. And one thing I love about all of you around this table is you're not only active students, but you're active members in our church and, and that have responsibility within our church. And so one thing that we have coming up is the, uh, the celebration for the ministry of the call in our area, right? And several of you guys have signed up to do um, either serving or Desserts, yeah, Sophie, you're a dessert person. What are you yes. gonna make? I'm gonna make some pumpkin wilby pies. 
pumpkin whoopie pies. That sounds awesome, right? So that's something that's on your schedule now for this month, right? It's not something that you're doing every week unless you want to start making pumpkin whoopie pies for the youth group every week. Is that something you want to do? Uh, Not really. Okay. All right. Well, never mind then. But you think about those things, right? And you put those on your schedule, and that's just part of cleaning your schedule but also thinking through um, what's most important coming up next, all right? Hey, so let me do these next couple things real quick. A couple of tips for you, and this is for all of you listeners out there because I know that you are youth leaders, uh, your husbands, your um, some of you may be mothers because uh, you're, you're volunteering within your church and, and this is your role uh, to serve within the church right now. Um, think about, and, and rather, let's, let's put another C on it because I'm a preacher and if you've noticed, I've said clean your schedule, clear your mind. Uh, so this third one is clarify your roles. Clarify your roles. So like for me personally, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a pastor, and I'm a teacher. Now, I can make other things fit in that category. I have other things that I do. I could say that I'm a golf coach, but that's not something I do every single day of, every, of the year. But every single day of the year, I am a pastor. I am, excuse me, first, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a pastor. And then I'm a teacher. And so those are kind of my big roles. And so as I think through um, this, this part of my year, the last two months, and getting ready for the next part of the year, the next year, then it helps me to clarify what I am supposed to be doing. I have to think through, how, how, how have I done as a husband? And, and maybe where are some areas that I've failed, and, and how do I need to get better at that? And then I go down that list as a, as a father, right, as a pastor, as a teacher. And I would probably put one other thing in there. Again, we could put a lot, but I would say, what about myself as a friend? Would you guys agree that, that it's important for us to think of ourselves as a good friend? or maybe even a good church member. And so we we think through those things. We clarify our roles, and it allows us to begin thinking in in good ways. All right? And then the last thing that I would would say as a helpful tip is uh, consider your calling. Consider your calling. So you guys know around this table that people that are listening to this are, um, are youth pastors, right? They are, a lot of people listening to this podcast have been called to serve the church in this way, all right? And so I think it's important that we consider our calling um, because Scripture is pretty clear on what it is we are to be doing. I think about this. When I consider my calling, I think about Ephesians chapter 4 where it says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for building up the body of Christ. So when I consider my calling of how God has called me to, to be among you guys right here uh, at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church in Hope, Arkansas, then I have to think about what it is God has specifically called me to do. And right here, according to Ephesians 4, it is to equip you to do the work of the ministry. Now, I don't know how good I'm doing as far as equipping you to be podcasters, right? Not because a great job. Not a great job. Because here's, here's the thing. I'm not really good at it, just to be honest with you. I think you're great. Oh, hey, thank you. You're an encouragement to me yeah. and to everybody that comes in contact with you. Equip you. I see what you did there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nobody out there cares. And so, hey, here's the thing. We have to consider our calling. Hey, let me ask you guys this, all right? Have you been called by God to do something as a follower of Christ? Yes. 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 
Yes. Now, I'm not going to make you go through the ringer of tell me exactly what that is. But here's, the, here's the, the truth of the matter. As Christians, as followers of Christ, and as people who are a part of this local body of believers in Hope, Arkansas, you are equipped by God with His Holy Spirit. And as, as people who have the Spirit of God living within you, you have been given gifts. At least one gift. Some of you, I believe, have been given more than one gift. And that gift, according to Peter, 1 Peter 4.10, says that it is to be used to build up the body of Christ. All right? And that's talking about this local body. Right? You are to use your gift in such a way that brings glory to God and encourages people around you. And, hey, I'm, I'm happy to say that you guys do that. You do that well. And I know you're still even figuring out what that maybe looks like for you right now. But that's one way, a big way, that you have been called as a Christian to serve Christ in our church and in this community. So when I say consider your calling, this isn't just for people who have been called to the ministry. This is for, I believe, all believers. What have I been called to do? And to think through those things. Uh, Colossians, when Paul wrote to the church in Colossae, he said that uh, we present Christ, we teach Christ, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. So one of our callings as individuals is to be growing in the knowledge of Christ, but then also I have to think through as a teacher you know what, one of my jobs is, is to lead people into a knowledge of Jesus so that they can be presented mature in Christ. They can grow up in Jesus, right? Not dependent upon me, but dependent upon Christ, all right? So just to recap some of this mess that we have been talking about, uh, as you finish your year to be ready for the next one, I think it's important that we, we clear our minds. We find a spot in our, in our schedules where we can clear our minds so that we can begin to clean up our schedules a little bit. We see the yeses that we've said, uh, or the places where we've said yes to. Uh, we think about where we need to start saying no. We clean up our schedules. And then we begin to uh, clarify our roles. We think about who we are, what God has uh, called us into right now, what, what, just what we're a part of. For you guys, it's students. Uh, you are sons and you are daughters, your brothers and your sisters, your church members. You know, you think about your roles, you clarify your roles. And then, then lastly, consider your calling. Consider what God has called you to do, how he's equipped you, and, and think through how that translates into your day-to-day living. I think these are just some starting points for us as we begin to think through how to finish this year ready for the next one. All right. Hey, guys, as we finish this up, because we need to finish this up, church is starting soon, and I'm preaching this morning. Yeah. Have you guys heard about CBC? Yes. Mm-hmm. What does CBC stand for, Sophie? Central Baptist College. And where is Central Baptist College, Sam? Somewhere in America. <laughs> yes, that is true. Jack, help your brother out. Where is CBC? Uh, it starts with a C. Sam? I hope it does. <laughs> You guys, <laughs> tell us where CBC is. It's in Conway, Arkansas. Conway, Arkansas, Central Baptist College. You guys know some people who graduated from there, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, who's somebody you know? Yourself. Yes, I graduated from there. Who else? My parents. My parents. Yeah, your parents have graduated from there. Did you guys know that CBC sponsors this podcast? 
That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys are actually giving a plug right now for CBC uh, and and just giving them thanks for sponsoring our podcast. And so uh, anyway, there you go. Know that now. Hey, all you guys out there who are listening to this, uh, check out CBC. Check out Central Baptist College in Conway. Uh, they have a lot to offer. If you are somebody who's looking for further education, if you're somebody who knows somebody who's about to go into college, uh, give CBC a call. Go visit their campus. I was just up there for our uh, BMA State Meeting of Arkansas, and um, I promise you, you once you get on campus there and once you meet faculty, you meet staff, you, you talk with the people who are um, there every single day, you yourself will want to be there every single day. So I'm thankful for CBC, thankful for their ministry, thankful for all that they do, and thank them uh, for sponsoring this podcast. That's right. That's right. All right. You guys have anything else to say? You want to say anything to all the youth pastors out there that are listening to this or will listen to this? This is your time to leave a mark. What do you want to say? Um, Feed your students food. Please, buy water bottles. Yes. All we have is sugar-free soda. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, guys, stop talking. Stop talking. Good luck. Gosh. I didn't say what you want to say to me. (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, if you're listening to this, keep doing what you're doing. You matter. What you do for the kingdom matters. Student ministry matters. Love you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.